0: This episode of Locked on Longhorns is brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here, and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. On today's episode, I tell you if Hudson Card will ultimately regret not transferring from the University of Texas. Colt McCoy says we should be patient with head coach Stephen Sarkeesian. I'll tell you my thoughts on that. And the Texas Longhorns football players were measured by speed in terms of miles per hour. I'll tell you who came in at the top. Longhorn Nation, welcome back. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jonathan Davis, the voice of University of Texas football and basketball. Thank you as always for making Locked On Longhorns your first listen of the day. Make sure you're subscribing on YouTube for exclusive content and to put a face behind the voice of your favorite podcast. Make sure you like us, rate us, review us, give us five stars anything less than that. I have to believe you're not listening hard enough. Longhorn Nation. Y'all know how we do it on this podcast. Let's get right into it. So Hudson Card, the started off as the starter last year for the Texas football team, ultimately was replaced by Casey Thompson, who has since transferred and became quarterback one, all sides point two at the University of Nebraska. And a big reason that Casey Thompson ultimately transferred was not because the Texas Longhorns went five and seven last year. was not because they lost six straight games for the first time since the 1950s. It was because he saw the potential writing on the wall of a quarterback battle that he might not be favored in as the golden boy with the with the mullet. Texas Longhorns quarterback Quinn Ewers came back to the 40 acres he originally committed to UT out of high school. Flipped and went to Ohio State, lost uh, the starting quarterback battle with CJ Stroud, and then came back to the University of Texas. And all signs point to him being the starting quarterback in the fall. He is the fifth best odds to win the Heisman, according to Bet Online. And he has not even been named the starter yet. So that tells you the talent he has and what most people around college football think will happen this year. So, where does that leave Hudson Card, who started? Uh, two games last year, played in, in multiple games. Um, and where does that leave him? You know, I, I respect the the pride that he has and, and I respect um, him being a little ambitious and saying, you know, I'm going to stay at the 40 acres. I'm going to compete uh, for a job that he probably has the leg up on right now just because he's been in the system. He's familiar with the playbook and, and Quinn Ewers is, is coming in as a newer quarterback, having not played meaningful football in over two years. Uh, but you also have to question was it the right move uh to to stay and compete with quinn ewers for the starting job who ultimately i think and most people think will end up the starting quarterback by september for our first game against louisiana monroe and so if hudson card would have pulled the casey thompson route he would have had more options been able to transfer earlier likely somewhere in the spring for a team that was looking for a starting quarterback you know hudson card this is somebody who was a blue chip prospect this is somebody who is a four-star quarterback, has a lot of talent, and could go into a program and compete and win for a starting job. So we have to wonder if he limited his options. Um, because you know, by the time that the the starting quarterback is named for the Texas Longhorns, you can enter the transfer portal at that time. But most programs will already have moved on with who their starter is going to be for this season. So you're likely looking at a season of, of being a backup, whether it's here on the Texas Longhorns football team or somewhere else. I just doubt that as more time passes, you'll be able to come in um, somewhere, you know, during the summer, especially after the spring or during the fall and be able to pick up as somebody's starting quarterback. And so um, you have to wonder if him deciding to to stay and compete with Quinn Ewers will ultimately backfire for Hudson Card and he loses out, you know, on a year of, of him potentially playing somewhere else Now i know that his goal and you know his dream was to continue to play at the university of texas but you know it's a tough business it's college football and especially with the transfer portal now you know with quinn ewers coming back the best players are going to be on the field and especially in a year where you know texas fans were calling for steven sarkeesian to be bought out and be fired last year after one season you know as 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 dark as some of the times were with with tom herman and, and coaches before that we never lost six straight games, especially, you know, six straight games in, in conference play. So um, it's it wasn't great last year. And uh, I think that, you know, Hudson Card will ultimately regret not transferring out of the University of Texas. I think Quinn Ewers is going to get the job. And then when you look at a quarterback behind him, like Malik Murphy, who's six, five, has a cannon for an arm, has all the arm talent in the world. He's a legitimate, you know, stuck. Candidate to compete for the starting job this year. I know it'll likely come down to Quinn Ewers and Hudson Card, but Malik Murphy is super talented. He looks like potentially one of your quarterbacks of the future, maybe could be the quarterback of the future after Quinn Ewers. We know that Texas has their eyes set on 2023 number one overall quarterback and prospect in Arch Manning. So the future doesn't look bright if he doesn't win the starting job this spring, which I don't think he will with Hudson Card um and then you know after that you have 2024 2025 they're going to be constantly looking for quarterbacks to come in here whoever the head coach is hopefully it's still Sark if it's still Sark that means that he's had a great deal of success in that time in the program um but it's just going to get tougher and tougher each year and the older you get um the only you know they only continue to bring in these younger more talented uh, more versatile more athletic quarterbacks in the college football and so i think that Hudson Card's best ch- best chance of being a starter this year was to transfer somewhere else. And his best chance of playing over the next few years was to transfer to another university and ultimately compete for a starting job that way, because it seems that the writing on the wall for this Texas Longhorns football team is that Quinn Ewers is going to be the starter. And I think he should be once again, when you have a coach and Steven Sarkeesian who is on the hot seat, you have to put the best players out there on the field. And I think Quinn Ewers is the best player in that quarterback room Right now, I know that people have concerns about the fact that he hasn't played football in two years and and some people have cited, you know, maybe he's more about himself than the team. But I think you've seen, you know, the the University of Texas uh, Athletics page posted him when they were trying to support the women's basketball team, get more people in the stands. You've seen the players kind of rally around him. I know that Bijan, Xavier Worthy and and Quinn Ewers did a signing. Um, If they haven't done it already, they're doing a signing in Grapevine, Texas. Uh, people have started to call them the triplets, you know, a la uh, the Cowboys in the nineties with uh Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith and Troy Aikman. And so I, I think that this team is rallying around Quinn Ewers. I think that people know that Quinn Ewers is going to be the starter and, you know, Hudson card, like I said, he may have missed his mark uh, to transfer and be a starting quarterback somewhere else this year. And then you have to look at it, how teams will look at him losing the starting job will affect him. Now, there's so many programs that he'll ultimately be able to land somewhere and compete for a starting job. And maybe, you know, eventually we'll get one more year uh, to prove himself as a starter, but you know, at, at maybe a lower tier program or something like that. But you also, you know, have to understand that teams will hold the fact that he could not beat out. Even as talented as Quinn Ewers is, people will hold that against him that he could not beat out Quinn Ewers in camp. And so I just think this sets him back, you know, Definitely this year, but maybe for a few years, the fact that he decided to stay and compete with Quinn Ewers for the starting job. Once again, I respect it. I respect it. You know, the, the pride, um, you know, the moxie, the the ambition, the competitiveness to say I can come in here and win this job. But ultimately, if you lose it, what was the risk and reward on that decision when you have to transfer out anyway? And You could have transferred out in the spring and competed for a starting job somewhere else. Coming up next, Colt McCoy says we should be patient with Steve Sarkeesian, and I agree. Coming up next. Man, do I love March Madness, and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA single-game pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pickup games, they have also they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head to head. They simply post set of players for you to take on with the set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. Sign up for free right now at statherocom on and use promo code LOCKED ON for a one hundred percent deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. So y'all sure y'all go check out Stat Hero and get your gambling on uh, everybody but Anybody that's involved with a professional team, we saw the Calvin Ridley news, which is sad. Suspended for a year for gambling on games. However, that's the rule, you know, and he made the decision to to bet in his own name. And, and so he made that bet. He's going to have to land it. But everybody else, if you're not affiliated to any professional teams, make sure y'all go to Stat Hero and get you a little gambling on. So Colt McCoy did an interview recently and says that we should be patient with head coach Steven Sarkeesian and You know, Sark, I love Sark, um, and he has a great offensive pedigree. He's shown what he's been able to do at Washington, USC at times, and then kind of resurrected his coaching career at Alabama, winning a national championship there and developing some really great players on offense, quarterbacks uh, like Mac Jones and and Bryce Young a little bit, and then, of course, um, players like Jalen Waddle and and Devontae Smith and uh, some of the great receivers, Najee Harris at running back, some of the great receivers and talents they had there on the offensive end. But this is a coach that, you know, Texas Longhorns fans were very disappointed in last year, rightfully so. And we're calling for him to be fired with over a $20 million buyout, um, losing six straight games, going five and seven last year. And so Colt McCoy, who was part of really the last golden era of University of Texas football, the last time that, you know, we could rightfully say that UT was back, says that we should be patient uh, with Stephen Sarkeesian and give him time. It's a new coach. It's a new recruiting class. And these things take time. And, you know, in college football, we don't want to hear that, especially as Texas Longhorns fans uh, from 2001 to 2009. They won 10 games every year. They've only won 10 games since then. Right. So once again, 10 games every year from 2001 to 2009 have only had one 10 win season since then. So these fans, Longhorn Nation, we're itching for a winning season, we're itching. Uh, for a blue blood a blue blood program to return to its rightful spot at the top of the college football rankings, compete for a Big 12 championship again, compete for a college football playoff spot again. And so you have to look at it on one side. And, and I do agree with Colt McCoy that we do need to be patient with Steve Sarkeesian. You can look at last season, and I've said this is a team that should have won eight or nine games. Now, you can blame that on Steven Sarkeesian, the way um, that this team collapsed. You could say that a team as talented as they were, although they had some faults on the offensive and defensive lines, underachieved last year, going five and seven, losing to Kansas at home, who had not won a road Big 12 game since 2008, and were 30 and a half point underdogs against the Texas Longhorns, losing that team. So definitely, you can look at it and say things could have been a lot better. You know, they they lost. I think it was four or five games by eight points or less. So most of their losses were one possession, but at the end of the day, they they still were losses, right? And, and they count the same, whether you lose by 30 or you lose by one point. And so you can look at it and say that, you know, what happened last year was unacceptable, or you can look at it and say they lost a lot of close games with the improved talent, Sark second year, all that talent they have on offense, Gary Patterson coming over to help the defense. they will be a lot better this year on that side of the ball. So I think that we do need to be patient with Sark, at least this year. Now, if they come out, I think this team at least uh, needs to win eight, nine games, and really even eight. You know, if if they go eight and four, it depends on what they do in the bowl game. But but even eight, I'm I'm kind of going to be disappointed. I just, you know, and once again, I could be a, a fan. You know, I, I could be a Longhorn fan, but just seeing all the talent on the offensive side, on the defensive side, the coaches that he's brought in, I'm um, just kind of the the aura around this program right now. I can't see a path to them losing four games next year. Now, you know that Alabama is going to be a tough game on the schedule. Red River rivalry with Oklahoma is always going to be tough. And then you have Baylor and, and Oklahoma State and, and maybe some other schools in the Big 12 that could sneak up on you. But even then, those are really the only the four teams I could see even challenging Texas next year. And if Sark goes out there and loses all four games to them, you're talking about a, a Jim Harbaugh situation at Michigan where it doesn't matter if you're beating Purdue and you know, Nebraska and all of these schools, if you can't beat Ohio State, Penn State, and, and you know, Michigan State. And and so I I just can't see a path to to where Texas doesn't at least win nine games next year and, and look very competitive and look vastly different from the team that was on the field last year. And so I'm riding with Sark. I'm riding with Colt McCoy um, saying that you know Sark should we should be patient with Stephen Sarkisian this year, and, you know, I'm going to give him uh, another season. Once again, I think with Quinn Ewers at center, the the transfers that he's brought in, the number five recruiting class, um, just the the playmakers that they have, I, I don't see a path to, to this team not being successful next year, and I don't see a path to this team um, not being one of the best teams in the Big 12 and ultimately probably, you know, a sneaky candidate to be one of the best teams In the country, I think Sark is really building something special here Um, just with his recruitment, his his transfers. You could tell that these commits and these players have a lot of respect for Sark and his coaching staff. I thought, you know, one of the the most underrated and shrewd moves of the offseason was bringing in Gary Patterson, a head coach that had a lot of success at TCU and making him a special assistant to the head coach and helping Pete Krakowski with a defense that was ranked 100th in the country. Last year, they're going to be much improved. They're still in the market for some great transfers. O'Shawn Mathis um, was in Austin on Sunday and said he had an unforgettable visit. So signs are pointing to him transferring and giving you um, another really talented piece on your defensive line that can get to the quarterback and also stop the run. They're also in the transfer market for a couple of linebackers um, from West Virginia and D. Ricky Wright out of Vanderbilt. So this defense is going to continue to improve. They brought over Ryan Watts, the cornerback transfer from Ohio State, plus got some really good DBs like Terrence Brooks, um, Brian Allen Jr., and Jalen Gilbo um, in this recruiting class. So I think this team will be much improved. And and I think after this year, Sark will no longer be on the hot seat and will no longer need to be patient uh, with Steven Sarkisian because he will be the head coach of the future for the Texas Longhorns. We're riding with Steven Sarkisian here at Locked On Longhorns. And hopefully after this season, anybody That's Doubting Sark and his Texas Longhorns football team will be riding with them as well. Coming up next, we tell you who some of the, the fastest players on this Texas Longhorns football team are. Once again, as measured by miles per hour, top speed. March Madness is right around the corner. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, They offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline where the game starts so longhorn nation the texas football players were measured in winter workouts at top speed by miles per hour and i'm going to tell you who came in as the fastest players on the football team as well as one player who hasn't enrolled yet who will likely be on that list the next time they measure it so coming in at number one i don't think this will be a surprise to many If at all, Texas Longhorns fans, Xavier Worthy um, came in as the fastest player on this football team. And we saw that last year uh, with three catches of over 60 yards. We saw him take um, the opening score to the house in the Riverville rivalry against Oklahoma. Um, The screen pass is breaking one tackle. And then after that, beating everybody by 15 to to 20 yards down the field, um, it it wasn't even a foot race. Right. It, It was no question. Uh, once he got about 20 yards down the field that he was going to score. So no doubt um, that he's the fastest player on the football team. And then you look at players um, like Keelan Robinson, uh, running back for the University of Texas. He came in as one of the fastest players on this football team. Number two actually was Jordan Whittington. This was kind of a surprise to me. At top speed, he came in as the second fastest player on this Texas Longhorns football team. So, you know, once again, if he could stay healthy – they are going to cause nightmares for opposing defenses this year. If you have two of the fastest players at top speed on the Texas Longhorns football team in your receiving core with a quarterback like Quinn Ewers, just being able to play point guard and distribute the ball to both of them, get them the ball and deep routes, you know, middle routes, or just behind the line of scrimmage and allow that speed and playmaking to take over. Look out. You also had running back Jaden blue. So the freshman running back coming out of Houston who, you know, likely, Probably won't get much playing time this year. He is an early enrollee, but he's got three great backs ahead of him um, and Keelan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, and of course, Bijan, the Heisman hopeful this year. But look for him uh, eventually to compete and, and probably be um, one of the starting running backs at the University of Texas or part of a two to three headed monster, along with maybe Ruben Owens, uh, the number one running back in the country in the 2023 class who likely Will commit to the University of Texas. He has a couple of visits coming up during spring practices. He's going to visit on back to back weekends. So I said on the podcast yesterday Chris, the 24 7 sports crystal ball gives him a 92% chance of coming to Texas. So all sides point to him doing that. Him and Jaden Blue could be your running backs of the future at the University of Texas. And then Deshaun Jameson, he came in as one of the fastest players on the team. We've seen his punt return and kick return ability. And it's also speed is is a great factor to have at defensive back, really anywhere on the football field, maybe outside of punter and kicker. So, um, you know, that's a great asset for him. Um, It's a great asset to have one of the fastest players on the team at that position. And it's why he's so good at returning kicks and punts. So one player who wasn't on this list because he hasn't enrolled yet is Brennan Thompson, the four-star receiver. We haven't talked to him a lot about him on the podcast, just because when you have receivers like Isaiah Nair. Jordan Whittington, Troy O'Meary, and Xavier Worthy. I mean, that's, you know, enough to talk about right there. And then the tight ends of Jatavian Sanders and Jalil Billingsley. Well, Brendan Thompson is a track star with track speed. We just saw a few days ago he ran a 10-2-2 in the 100-yard dash. Once again, that is a 10-2-2 in the 100-yard dash. To put that in perspective, that's fast, super fast. To put that in perspective, Xavier Worthy, who is the fastest player on this football team right now, ran a 10 5 in high school, which is fast. Brennan Thompson ran a 10 2 And so I think he comes in right away, uh, especially with that type of speed. And, and Sark can utilize him um, in the slot. He's got a smaller stature. Uh, he's about 5'9", 5'10", uh, 160, 150, you know, 60 pounds. But utilize him in the slot and, and just get the ball to him. And similar to, uh, to ways we saw uh, with Jalen Waddle at Alabama, just behind the line of scrimmage, Throw him, and, and ways to use Xavier Worthy, right? Just throw him the ball um, behind the line of scrimmage, those, those really short routes, just get the ball in his hands, jet sweeps, motions, find ways to get the ball in his hands and just let that playmaking and speed take over. So Xavier Worthy is listed as the fastest player on his football team right now. When Brennan Thompson enrolls, he likely takes that mantle. And when you have, I mentioned the four receivers they have, plus the two tight ends, plus the three running backs already on this podcast you add a player with the speed of Brennan Thompson like that who can just blow the doors off and you have to account for that plus Xavier Worthy plus Troy O'Meary plus Jordan Whittington Isaiah Nair Jaleel Billingsley Jatavian Sanders B. John Robinson Keelan Robinson Roshan Johnson Quinn Ewers an improved offensive line with five-star offensive linemen coming in and Kelvin Banks and Devin Campbell this is why I'm willing to give Sark the patience that Colt McCoy asked for because I know that he is building something special at the University of Texas. And you look, I know football games aren't win on paper, win on paper. But you look at all those names I just mentioned and tell me that this University of Texas football team will not be much improved in 2022. I don't see a path to that being possible. This will be one of the best teams in the Big 12 next year, one of the most talented teams in the country and has the potential to be one of the best teams in the country when all is said and done thank you longhorn nation for tapping in to lock on longhorns and making us your first listen of the day once again peace